Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Wake Up, giving you the Hollywood and media biz news to know on Friday, January 22nd, 2021, where if you heard a loud noise last night, it was uh, probably the sound of the spring movie theater release calendar blowing up. More on that in a second, but uh, all the more reason for a Friday toast with my favorite non-alcoholic beer, Athletic Brewing. Now over to the movie biz. All right, let's start off with MGM, who has moved the James Bond movie No Time to Die from April 2nd to October 8th, which puts it up against Sony's Marvel movie Morbius. Well, for now. Universal then said yoink and moved their Bob Odenkirk action movie Nobody from February 26th to that April 2nd Easter weekend slot instead. But Universal then also moved their Tom Hanks Amblin sci-fi post-apocalyptic movie, Bios, from April 16th to August 16th. And to round things out at Focus Features, they moved their Edgar Wright movie, Last Night in Soho, from April 23rd to October 22nd. Then Sony said, hold my beer, and moved Ghostbusters Afterlife one more time from its June slot to November 11th. They then also moved Peter Rabbit 2 out of April to June 11th, and put their Cinderella movie starring Camilla Cabello on July 16th. Sony also sold off their animated movie, The Mitchells vs. The Machines, which was previously called Connected. That Phil Lord and Chris Miller movie is now going to Netflix, with a price tag around $110 million for the worldwide rights except for China. That's according to Deadline. And just for fun, Searchlight also gave some dates to four movies on their second half of the year calendar, and putting that link in the episode notes for the curious. Although still no date for Wes Anderson's next movie, The French Dispatch. So basically all eyes now shift to Paramount and A Quiet Place 2, as it is now the only major exclusive theatrical release title left on the calendar for the next three months, presuming that Disney moves The King's Man from March 12th as expected. Well, I wish this next item didn't also require a little mental agility, but uh, blame Guy Ritchie. That news being, Hugh Grant and Josh Hartnett have signed on to Guy's next action movie at Miramax and STX, starring Jason Statham. It was previously called Five Eyes, but now it's called uh, TBD. Well, that isn't very catchy. Hartnett's deal is done, Hughes is still pending, for the record, according to Deadline. But it's worth pointing out that Richie, Statham, and Hartnett have already shot another action movie together, uh, without Hugh, uh, that's also for Miramax, but MGM is going to put that one out later this year, and that one's called Wrath of Man, but used to be called Cash Truck. So yeah, this won't get confusing at all. But let's finish out the movie news with some more uh, easily digestible piece of information. The Independent Spirit Awards are moving back two days this year to the Thursday before the Oscars, as opposed to the usual day before slot. So you can now catch those on April 22nd at 10 p.m. on IFC. No word yet on a format or how they're even going to do it this year, but the nominations come out on Tuesday. Over in the TV set... Michelle Pfeiffer is going to play Betty Ford in Showtime's anthology series, The First Lady. Viola Davis has already signed on to play Michelle Obama and is also an exec producer on the project, which will be directed by Susanna Beer, who did The Undoing at HBO. Eleanor Roosevelt will also be featured, casting TBD, according to Deadline. Over at Netflix, as you probably heard, and to no one's surprise, Bridgerton is coming back for a season two. That one's going to start shooting sometime this spring in the UK, and it's going to center on finding a marriage for the oldest sibling, Anthony, which is a sentence that makes no sense to me, but uh, I trust you people know what's up. 
over to HBO, who has a bit of a headline grabber that uh, isn't much of a real story, as there's not a lot of details here and it may not happen. But they have put a Game of Thrones prequel called Tales of Dunkin' Egg into development. No writer is attached as of yet to adapt the story into a script, which takes place 90 years before the events of Game of Thrones, according to Variety. AMC picked up a six-episode British limited series called The Beast Must Die with Jared Harris and Kush Jumbo. It's a revenge thriller about a mother who infiltrates the life of the man she believes killed her son and is going to debut on AMC later this year. And just going to put these here. Spotify signed a multi-year deal with Ava DuVernay's production company to produce podcasts in tandem with their Gimlet Media division. And the inauguration of Joe Biden drew 40 million viewers on Wednesday across the three broadcast TV networks and the three main news networks. That's an increase of about 1.5 million viewers from Donnie Bag of Donuts back in 2017. And when you're increasing TV ratings by any amount in 2021, well, let's just say Trump was finally also defeated in the metric that truly hurts him the most. Next up, a look at all the new things to watch and stream this weekend in the FSS feed. Plus a uh, new bonus to know about from this year's podcast. But first, our Friday toast with Athletic Brewing, who is uh, also giving you something a little new. It's called Daypack, and it's a uh, line of fruited hopped seltzers. Uh, no alcohol, of course. They come in four different flavors. Blood orange, lemon lime, mango, and black cherry. And each seltzer is infused with hops, which gives the seltzer a little floral and uh, citrus undertone and a crisp, clear, hoppy finish. You can order them right from the athleticbrewing.com website. Just go to athleticbrewing.com. And as always, if you order two six-packs, the shipping is free. And they also ship to all 50 states. Or they also have a mix pack with a six-pack of each one. And it gets shipped right to your house. Again, the seltzers are called Day Pack. Just go to athleticbrewing.com and uh, order some today. And now time for the FSS feed. A look at the new entertainment options to enjoy in the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday ahead. With just two new additions to the streaming services, and both are shows from abroad, first up is Apple TV uh, Plus, who gives us the first three episodes of an Israeli series called Losing Alice. That one's about a filmmaker who feels lost since raising her family, then she meets a young female screenwriter, and I think there's some sort of an affair, and then some blackmail, and then there's a weird press conference. Uh, anyway, if you have Apple TV+, Plus, check it out for yourselves. And otherwise, Hulu has a new project from Neil Cross. He's the guy who made Luther. This one's called The Sister and centers on two old friends who share a long-buried secret that may now be coming to light and may or may not involve a long-ago-buried body, as all good secrets do. All episodes of that one hit Hulu today. Saturday's pretty quiet, so uh, I don't know. Maybe you read a book? But on Sunday, Epix launches a new six-episode series from Ed Burns called Bridge and Tunnel. That one centers on a group of 20-somethings on Long Island in 1980 as they transition to life post-college and consider leaving their hometown. Or not. You can catch that at 9 p.m. on Sunday. Or you can also catch the second Between Seasons episode of Euphoria on HBO. Although, if you want to be one of the cool kids, you can uh, stream it on HBO Max as of 9 p.m. tonight, Eastern Time, ahead of that Sunday linear premiere. Otherwise, on Sunday, it's all about the NFL League Championship Games, with the winners of the games going on to this year's Super Bowl. You have Tampa Bay versus Green Bay at 3 p.m. on Fox, also known as Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. And then you have the Buffalo Bills versus the Kansas City Chiefs at 6.40 p.m. on CBS. <laughs> 
And now time for the wake up bonus. I finally got off my ass and uh, put together a wake up newsletter prototype and I could really use some feedback. All feedback is welcome, good and bad, or positive and candid, including, hey, I like this a lot more than the podcast. The idea is that it would be in your inbox around uh, 8 a.m., maybe 8.30 each morning, East Coast time, for those of you who uh, like an early start or those of you who prefer to read. So please go to thewakeup.substack.com. That's thewakeup.substack.com. And right there on that page, you can enter your email to subscribe or just read today's newsletter and let me know what's up. And that link to the Substack page is also in the notes area to this episode, which as always, just hit that details button below the title of this episode in, uh, well, whatever app you use to listen to this on your phone. And you'll see that direct link right there. And you can email me at wakeuppodcast at gmail.com. One P in there, wakeuppodcast at gmail.com. Or you can drop me a DM on Instagram at the wake up pod. Thanks for taking a look. And uh, who knows? Could be a whole new direction for this thing. Plus, you can't tell if I'm hungover in an email, I think. But let's finish up this historic week in a good way for once with a fun new tune to play me off, which brings together two of my favorites, The Knox and Foster the People. This one's called All About You. I said. And as always, please share the podcast or just mention it when people ask you, uh, what are you listening to these days? Or if you work in the entertainment business, recommend it to some colleagues who uh, may be getting tired of getting 33 email alerts every day in order to keep up on things. And of course, leave a quick review in the Apple Podcasts ratings and reviews area. Just uh, scroll down past the episodes in the app. And a sincere many thanks to the several of you who have already done so. It definitely means a lot as I stand here recording this thing every morning in my silk recording robe. Yeah, there's an image. Have a great weekend, everybody. I'll see you Monday. Before I knew